the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back. Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. I am Seth Liebson. 602-508-0960 is the number. 602-5080-960. Matthew Peterson has it right. No one is above the law, okay? Except the Bidens, the Clintons, millions of illegal immigrants, domestic terrorism groups we like, sexual abusers we don't prosecute, crazed shooters we know about beforehand, Every government employee who is on our side, Epstein's pals, and anyone who fakes FISA applications we like. Candidates who pay for lies that we can use to surveil our domestic opponents. Anyone from the intelligence community who blatantly lies to the public. Other than that, no one is above the law. About the raid at Mar-a-Lago, there seems to be some degree of upset in the commercial media that some conservatives and Republicans are now referring to this country or administration as a regime. They invent and invert words all the time on their side, so perhaps they can be excused for their political and linguistic illiteracy, but there is nothing wrong with the word regime. It's how political philosophy students come to understand what it is they study via the works and writings of the likes of Aristotle and Plato and other ancients who spoke of regime as synonymous with state or government. The etymology of the word regime comes from Latin for regimen or rule, guidance, government, means of guidance, rudder, from regere, to direct, to guide in a straight line, which is where you get the dual use of the word ruler from, ruler, to help you draw a straight line. And to describe what we are witnessing from our federal government requires an analysis very much along the lines of figuring out just what kind of government and constitution the leadership of this country thinks it is operating under. What kind of regime do we have here? If you are of a preferred status of political persuasion or race, all kinds of legal protections will attach to you and be abided by. If you are not, the typical constitutional protections in hearing in the Fourth and Fifth Amendments simply will not. Sandy Berger, the Democratic Party National Security Advisor, James Comey, the former director of the FBI, Hillary Clinton, the former Democratic everything, can all abscond with and even destroy documents, and there will be no raids, there will be no search warrants. Certain criminals will be afforded the most lax of bail requirements, others will be treated as if they really are threats and dangers to our safety and republic. This is, as we've discussed before, principle or opinion hierarchy. In some, the liberal left opinion is the recta ratio here, the right way to think here. Anything starboard of it is tolerable at best, but not acceptable. I emphasize at best. Think of it this way. Opinion principle hierarchy. There is one right view in this country. Once you accept that we conservatives and Republicans are deemed as visitors here, life makes a little more sense, or at least the news does. 
as I've put it before, conservatives are a bit in America today, perhaps like Jews were in North Dakota in the 1950s. I don't mean to cast aspersions on North Dakota. What I do mean to say is that some of us come off as strangers in a strange land. And because of the 30-year intellectual and elitist tear on one party's correctness here, what used to be called political correctness, conservatism and conservative viewpoints have been relegated to a very low level of respectability. Viewpoints that, as I say, can marginally be tolerated, but never respected or given the same treatment in law as the main party, as the respectable party, as the correct viewpoint. We are odd and unenlightened at best. At worst, we're racist and fascist and white supremacist and all the rest. And all norms of legal process can be, of course, diluted while law enforcement and the judiciary can be turned into political arms of the government for the purposes of ideological conformity. If you are a Republican or a conservative, you might be a judge equivalent to a domestic terrorist if you challenged the prevailing Marxism at a school board meeting. If you voted for a Republican or a conservative, you can be labeled as a white supremacist or supporter of white supremacy. And if you are the president of the United States or a former president of the United States, your home can be raided for what can only be seen as a head scratcher of a series of dubious legal charges and violations that are still surrounded in clouds of uncertainty. That's why it is okay for people to do what people will do when they engage in a left wing riot in Baltimore, according to Nancy Pelosi. But telling people to march peacefully and patriotically if they are conservatives or Republicans constitutes an impeachable offense. Pro-life activists cannot peacefully hand out literature near a Planned Parenthood facility, but pro-choice activists can shut down the neighborhoods and put conservative Supreme Court justices and their families in fear of their lives, even relocating some to federally protected undisclosed locations. They can do all that. This helps explain the regime of censorship only conservative speech faces and why you have seen time and again that to the left, if you get to a progressive end by dictate, fine. If you get there by violence, fine. If you get there by speech, fine. But none of those means are to be tolerated or protected if the ends are not progressive. If the ends are progressive, the means are completely justified. Stay-at-home orders, curfews, mask mandates do not apply if you are protesting racism on behalf of the BLM movement. They do if you are protesting the mandates or just trying to practice Easter. This is why 8,500 people who rioted at the Capitol while inflicting no loss of life will consume the media, congressional hearings, and nonstop rhetorical flagellations while the 14,000 rioters and loss of life dozens of people due to riots under the BLM banner in 2020 that went on for months, not a few hours, months, will be memory-hold, if not defended and justified. In fact, the current vice president could encourage those riots and help set up a bailout fund for the rioters and be considered heroic while just stating the prosecution of the January 6th rioters is deemed to excuse an existential threat to the country and constitution, which is actually a Marxist and fascist view of politics, a hierarchy of opinion that does protect the means to certain ends but not others, 
And the additionally ironic thing is that some of the other things in this regime of opinion hierarchy that are not protected today is the protection of norms and processes, with the greatest book on them being the Constitution. That's why the courts have been used to end-run the amendment as well as the Republican form of government process. The pro-choice movement in America no more wants 7,500 legislators debating and voting on abortion laws when seven or five will do just fine, just as it doesn't want a supermajority of states in Congress voting on amending the Constitution, perhaps adding rights as an example, when seven or five or an executive order from one will do just fine. At base, this opinion hierarchy is at once anti-democratic in its essence and Marxist in its practice. Consent is not a liberal or left-wing value right now, for consent can only come from an equal playing field of debate and judicial as well as political process. Today, the most identifiable liberal and left-wing values are force and outcome, just what Alexander Hamilton warned about in the very first Federalist, which is why they don't care about our consent, because we are not equal to them. You can only get consent among a group of equals. We are racists, fascists, white supremacists, extremists, and now ultra-MAGA. MAGA wasn't bad enough or good enough. We're now ultra-MAGA. This is how we become untermenschen, socially inferior parties in a country that started out protecting the notion that not every difference of opinion should be considered a difference of principle. You make one party equivalent to politically dysgenic or akin to Indian untouchables, perhaps you might call them deplorable. That's probably the right word. You can make a class of citizen here using those kinds of terminologies second class. You create a hierarchical political caste system here. And you quickly become the kind of country we used to send aid to or fight wars with. Few concepts of politics could be more anti-liberal and anti-freedom. The liberal in former days, when there were liberals, were open-minded as to political solutions, and they cared about the most important precept of liberal democracy, which is conscientiousness as to how government is organized, not who governs. In a neutral political playing field, the process was always more important than the result because the effort was to give every American an equal say in how they want to be governed and why whom and by whom. The effort was to protect Americans, not force a specified ideological result or outcome. The spirit of the liberal was spoken of by one of the great jurists in our country, a judge named Learned Hand, who put it this way. Quote, it is the spirit which is not too sure that it is right. The spirit which seeks to understand the mind of other men and women. The spirit which weighs their interests alongside its own without bias. The spirit that remembers that not even a sparrow falls to earth unheeded. The spirit of him who nearly 2,000 years ago taught mankind that lesson it has never learned, but never quite forgotten that there may be a kingdom where the least shall be heard and considered side by side with the greatest, close quote. That ended when Marxism took over liberalism. Recall, as Marx put it, until him, philosophy was meant to understand the world and history, whereas with him, the point 
was to change it. So call out specific names of Supreme Court justices and target them by promising they will inherit the whirlwind and pay a price. Target Supreme Court justices who vote the quote-unquote wrong way. Call the abortion debate a debate exclusively about women's reproductive health while you alter the terminology of what you are discussing, just as humans in times past seen as dysgenic or unfit for life were read out of the realm of rights and into the realm of something other than or less than human. And dismiss the normal and ordinary constitutional protections of Americans from those nobody heard of to the former president of the United States if they are considered infradignitatum of the wrong political viewpoint and beneath dignity. That spirit of liberty and liberalism that we used to promote and think well of in our opposition is over. For they have told us there is only one legitimate party here. And as has been the hallmark of every totalitarian regime, their ends will always justify their means. We are a very long way from what Supreme Court Justice Robert Jackson once wrote. In the height of World War II, he could write this, quote, If there is any fixed star in our constitutional constellation, it is that no official, high or petty, can prescribe what shall be orthodox in politics, nationalism, religion, or other matters of opinion, or force citizens to confess by word or act their faith therein. In that same opinion, he wrote, quote, We set up government by consent of the governed, and the Bill of Rights denies those in power any legal opportunity to coerce that consent. Authority, he said, authority here is to be controlled by public opinion, not public opinion by authority, close quote. To liberals today, this means setting up disinformation boards, the abuse of legal process to hector and silence conservatives, the censorship of news stories unhelpful to the cause, and the deployment of racial epithets to marginalize opposition as un-American, if not the deployment of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. This practice can be called a lot of things. American, Democratic, Republican, liberal, are not any of them. I'm Seth Liebson, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by Cool Touch Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. You don't need to think about heating right now. You may soon, but not quite yet. But if you are thinking about problems with your air conditioning system or plumbing, I want you to call Cool Touch. Anything from installations of new air conditioning units to inspections to repairs, anything with your plumbing. These guys and gals are the best, and you'll know it from the moment they answer your call. You'll just notice that it's different there. They do what they say. They say what they'll do, and they do it on time and at a great price. If you have any air conditioning or plumbing needs, give Cool Touch a call at 623-748-4942. That's 623-748-4942. Nine four two, or check them out online at cooltouch.us. Cooltouch.us. The um, the interesting thing to me, uh, uh, by the way, those of you on hold, stay with me. I'll get to you in just a moment. Uh, the interesting thing to me about what's taking place before our very eyes 
is we 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 quickly run out of words and are kind of forced into only one emotion. The emotion isn't shock, by the way. It's anger. The The emotion is anger. And it's not a good thing in any political environment to have a population that is subsisting on anger because of the way the government is being run. The president of the United States comes to his office by dint of having been vice president of the United States. He came to the office of the vice presidency of the United States by dint of his having been a United States senator. And not just any United States senator, a senator who had staked out the claim of being a moderate Democrat, who succeeded so far in his political life that he became chairman of the Judiciary Committee as well as the Foreign Relations Committee, two of the most important, maybe the most important committees in the U.S. Senate. Not a federal judge or Supreme Court justice for years could accede to their bench without Joe Biden's judgment and inquiry of them. And so we get this man of seeming political experience and wisdom and moderacy. And he loves to talk about the Constitution, but only in the negative, only in the negative in the sense of people who oppose the Constitution. He loves to talk about Donald Trump and the Republicans as being existential threats to the Constitution. That it was his phraseology. And every time he said that, I thought of the old Ralph Waldo Emerson line. The louder he talked of his honor, the faster we counted our spoons. Samuel Johnson had a take on that. I think it was if he does really think that there is no distinction between virtue and vice, when he leaves our house, let us count our spoons. Same notion, same idea. But when Joe Biden speaks about the Constitution, understand he is not speaking about the Fourth and Fifth Amendment as a protection against the innocent. He's speaking of the Constitution as only yielding one political end, his, his. And any constitutional norms can be broken on the way to achieving those ends. If you think it's just about the Fourth and Fifth Amendment, you're wrong. It's also about the First Amendment. It's about the First Amendment when you think about what the commercial media did with the assistance and support of the Democratic Party and social media on a story that might have upset the presidential election of 2020 and which polls say would have. Censorship. When they talk of the First Amendment, when they talk of the Fourth Amendment, when they talk of the Fifth Amendment, you know what I got to say to them? Prove it. Prove it to me. Because right now you've proven you don't give a damn about any of them. They don't even bother talking about Second Amendment rights because we know where they are on that. But when they're talking about the Constitution and our side being the threat to it, count your spoons. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show to discuss the culture and economy. No one better than John Dombrowski, the founder and president of Grand Canyon Planning Associates. GrandCanyonPlanning.com is his website. He has his own radio show here every Saturday morning at 7 a.m., The Word on Wealth. How are you, John? 
Doing fantastic. How about yourself, Seth? I'm doing just fine. Thing. I'm angry, but I'm fine. <laughs> I'm angry publicly, but I'm fine internally. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, eight major groups of the Consumer Price Index. Mm-hmm. Food and beverage, housing, apparel, transportation, education and communication, other goods and services, and recreation. This is what goes into understanding this thing called CPI, right, CPI, John? Yeah, Consumer Price Index, And yes. you're going to tell us what's going to happen with that tomorrow. Well, I don't know yet. Tomorrow's, <laughs> tomorrow's news today. It used to be a yeah. TV show. I forget yep. which one, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, wouldn't it be nice if we if we had the, the numbers ahead of uh, time? But uh, this is an important report, obviously, and this is what's going to be, you know, um, basically looking at this to see how um, the inflationary uh, pressures that we've been feeling, are we still in a rising inflationary uh, environment, or is this possibly a top that we've seen in July? Uh, And now uh, with this report, this is going to be a big indicator for the Fed when they have their next Fed meeting, how they're going to consider raising rates again, if it's going to be a half a percent, as many had thought it was going to be, or will it even be another uh, three-quarter percent rise in rates? So this is going to be critical to see what happens tomorrow, and I'm sure that from what I'm seeing, the market itself uh, had a, a little bit of a rough day today, but that was on some news from some of the chip makers out there. But uh, if the report comes in a little hotter than expected, uh, that's probably going to be uh, bad for the markets. Uh, John, the reporting that I saw today wasn't on the CPI as so much as on labor productivity. CPI comes tomorrow. U.S. labor productivity evidently has declined for the second consecutive quarter as overall economic output contracted and employers spent more on labor as they added workers, according to the Wall Street Journal. And it made me want to ask you this. It wasn't that long ago when we were saying um, it was it was you know it was an it was an employer's dream because you know they had so many options in so many applicants to find certain jobs that they had and if you left we'll be unto you there would be someone coming to take your place this right. was primarily during and right after some of the covid stuff it's mm-hmm. kind of shifted a little bit hasn't it right now it the employment has. picture is kind of inverted from where it was oh a year ago maybe yeah, and we have obviously very low unemployment, but right. we still have a 10 or 11 million jobs out there that yeah. are open, So, yeah. but the people are not there to fill those. Right. And what's really interesting is is that what happened in such a short period of time, right? Because two years ago, right. we had plenty of people out there to work, and if anything, we had a higher unemployment. There weren't as many jobs available. That's right. Uh, it, those jobs were available. It's just that they were filled. Yeah. And uh, so many people left the workforce as, you know, it was, it was uh, coined the great uh, resignation, yeah. right? And so many people retired before they would have normally done because of uh, the COVID um, issue, the mm-hmm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of those people did not come back to work. And unfortunately, that has caused a lot of the uh, the problems that we're seeing today and the shortages that we see because companies are are performing at their their probably above what their capacity is in many cases uh, and there's still shortages because they just don't have the people to fill the orders clients of mine that work for these large companies are telling me that the orders are there the backlog is there they have plenty of work for the next one two years and they just can't get the product out fast enough and that's still a problem right now so uh, the supply chain issues that we're faced with are here. They're not. Uh, they're not completely, um, you know, probably capped out yet. Even so, 
We have a little more to go, but this CPI number is going to be important. That'll help us understand if the economy is slowing a bit to give uh, some of the relief to some of these companies that are feeling that pressure. Yeah, and it'll instruct a bit, too, as to the nature of the inflation, right? I mean, it'll help hang a lantern on what we're calling this unvoted upon tax increase, so to speak, right? Uh, yeah, isn't that interesting? And we talked, I think, briefly yesterday yeah. about it. The, the, the name that they, they named it, the Inflation uh, yeah. Relief Act. Inflation Relief Act, because who doesn't yeah. want an IRA? Yes. <laughs> Actually, if you are interested in that sort of thing, John Dabrowski yes. is the man we to call. can yes, do that. <laughs> Although it's, it's a little different. It's the a, real a retirement IRA, account the original. that actually yeah. will be helping you get to, into retirement there you go. Uh, with money and not costing you money. Exactly right. Thank you. You bet. Securities and advisory services offered to Client One Securities LLC, a member of Henry Sipic and an investment advisor, Grand King and Plenty Associates LLC, and Client One Securities LLC are not affiliated. Talk tomorrow, Seth. All right, John. Thank Bye-bye. you. God bless. I'm Seth Leibson. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. If you are looking for a really remarkable investment opportunity with a great return for investors, please check out my friends at Y-Refi. What they are offering is a fixed no-load interest rate up to 10.25% return for investors, all in a secure and collateralized portfolio. Y-Refi is a due diligence approved firm. It's run by really good people who are doing really well by helping others, and you can be too. Check them out at investyrefy.com, the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or give them a call at 855-316-3087. Tina is in Star Valley. Hello, Tina. Hello, Seth. Thanks for taking my call. Of course, always. How are you? I, I well, I'm I, like you. I'm well and very angry and you know nervous. Um, I was listening to Seb Gorka and he had Victoria Tenzing on, and she said she was scared. Of course, she's been raided already. So uh, did they go after Victoria Tenzing? Yeah, did yeah, they, they really? did. Oh my gosh, okay. they did. Yeah, and I had a, a couple of articles that I I pulled up and I wanted to reference. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with James Bovard. He's yes, a wonderful writer. Sure, sure. Yes, and I'm I actually know Jim personally. Oh he's yeah, really he's been around guy. a long time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and I he, think his daughter, does. if I'm not mistaken, is a great writer in her own right. Rachel, I think that's ah, his daughter. I think. Yeah. I I did not know that. I think um, so. But he has a a great article actually that he published on Facebook today, but is from. 19 uh, uh, 2017 and it goes back the fbi's uh corruption goes way back oh yeah uh the aclu uh in 1924 complained that the fbi had become a quote secret police system of a political character 1924 yeah yeah uh he he uh he said that the chief justice of the supreme court in the 30s feared that the fbi had bugged the conference Yep. rooms where justices yeah and i you know i i know you're familiar no with no this, no but, keep going i the people need to know uh, this this history is important <laughs> go ahead yeah i mean it it is a corrupt agency almost from the get-go and you know the the fact that it it's being used like the stasi or the gestapo um it, it you know this is almost predictable and um they so I think that they are scared to death. And Seb Gorka said something very, very, you know, right to the, to the bone 
on his show, he said, if you work for the FBI and you believe that you have integrity, you need to quit. Yeah. You need to get out because it doesn't just, it's not, yeah, it rots from the head, but it's, you know, it's not just the head. It's that these guys, I mean, we know that these agents who went in there were, you know, the working guys, the FBI working guys. Um, you know, the you, we can go into to Randy Weaver, uh, the um, you know the the Waco uh, uh, horror where they killed people. The surveillance um, of Martin Luther King Jr. Absolutely, and by the way, Bob Barr, you know, Bob Barr the is on the, has been on this case for a long time too, hasn't he? He is terrible. He he defended Lon Horiuchi, yep. yep. who who killed uh, Vicky Weaver. Yep. So, yeah. And then the other article that that was just published today, but it is really something to consider. Uh, Jordan Sukolo of, you know, the the ACLJ, he said, you know, they've doubled the size of the IRS. Mm -hmm. Don't think Mm -hmm. that they won't go after you. Yeah, this is really this is really a point I want to examine, which is how badly are the Democrats reading the room, so to speak, right now? So, no, I mean, but think about it. Was it a week ago they passed legislation to ban weapons? Um, Uh It was two days ago that they passed legislation to hire 87,000 new IRS agents to go after billionaires, right? How many billionaires are in this country? Less they're than, not going to go after billionaires. Well, they're right, go after and, and, people, and there's not enough yeah, money to do what they need. But, they, after, but, yeah. but consider and the it, math. I, I don't think there's yeah. a thousand billionaires in America. There's not. There's not right. a thousand billionaires. Right. But let's assume there are. Do the math. I mean, how, this is. They're not reading the room, and the room that they're not reading is that Americans are yes fed up, and yes feel like their rights are being curtailed whether you go to school board meetings and get called a domestic terrorist to whether you support uh, the Republican Party and you get called a white supremacist. They are jacking it up when the temperature is already at a boiling point. And then this, and and you have to wonder what the heck they're thinking. Are they trying to cause, are they trying to cause an incident? Are they trying to cause a Reichstag moment, Tina? I, you know, it's a good question. I mean, on one hand, I look at them and I think, you know, if brains were dynamite, you guys couldn't blow your noses. <laughs> and on the other hand, if, you know, if they are trying to spur uh, people going out of control, I mean, I went to the closet today and got out my MAGA hat. And I'm going to wear my MAGA hat more in town just because, uh, you know, because I, I don't care. You know, I'm going to wear my FJB T-shirt. Um, but. You know, it's, I'm going to do it calmly. I'm going to do it at Walmart. Yeah, and a lot of thumbs up. I mean, up here, we're, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty cool. Um, but but the, the, they're coming for the middle class. And the, the danger is, of course, if our side loses its temper. Yes, of we course, and be- I think that's what they want. I think they are trying to push. I hate to say it, but I do think they are trying to push a Reichstag-type moment. I think by their read or misread of the room, whatever it is, whether they're reading it rightly or misreading it negligently, I think they are trying to cause an incident so that they can say, see, they're all, yeah. they're all anti 
what, anti-American, anti-constitutional, they're all violent, they're all white supremacists. I think, right. I think, right. I don't understand the political calculation otherwise. Did they, well, uh, work it out with me, there's like three lanes here. <laughs> One lane is, yeah, if yeah. we do this, it'll hurt Donald Trump and his chances. One lane is, if we do this, it'll make people sympathize with him, and then I guess you can play with that coin 50-50. But I think there's a third lane. And I think that third lane is they're trying to cause a stressor incident. I, I think so, too. And, you know, of course, that means that we have to be super, super restrained. And, you know, luckily, those of us who, who are the gun people, we tend to be more restrained, you know, generally, because we, we know that we carry uh, the means of destruction more than the anti-gunners do. But, you know, this does remind me, I mean, you know I grew up in Jamaica, and Uh in the 70s, this is such a banana republic situation. I saw the government, you know, the the government of Michael Manley hire gang members to terrorize people. Yep, yep. And then they're done that. I mean, holy That's what they did in Cuba. (laughs) That's what they do in Venezuela. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, and it's uh, a very short well, distance between hiring, what would you call them, mercenaries in a sense, to yep. unleashing those who have already been sworn with badges and guns under the color of law. It's a very short yep. distance when the effect is the same. Tina, thank you. Stay strong. We'll be all right. Thank you. God we'll, bless. We will be all right. We have three months to fix this, and we will in three months. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Bye. Tina. Bless you. I'm Seth. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. I am Seth. Every day, more harmful economic decisions by the current administration are hurting the economy, robbing your savings and investments, inflation at a 41-year high, making your money worth less, now in a full-blown recession, even if the administration prefers to define it away. You can't afford to lose more, which is why the good news is that when investments fall, gold Traditionally holds its value, which is why I recommend calling the Midas Gold Group to talk about safeguarding your wealth or your retirement with physical gold or other precious metals. They have them all at the Midas Gold Group. I should say the veteran-owned Midas Gold Group. I own precious metals from them. You can, too. Thousands of you already do. Seb Gorka is with me in also having his precious metals given and sold to him by the Midas Gold Group. Sold, not given. (laughs) Precious metals. If you are interested in talking to them about how to safeguard your future with precious metals, check them out at MidasGoldGroup.com. That's MidasGoldGroup.com. Or give them a call at 480-360-3000. Uh, Keith in Atlanta. How are you, Keith? I'm doing well, Seth. It's a pretty sad day for the country, though. Do you know who um, Scott Perry is? I do not. You're gonna. They just made him famous, the Democrats did. He is a uh, Republican member of Congress from the state of Pennsylvania. He is the chair of the House Freedom Caucus, and the FBI just minutes ago seized his cell phone. Just I a, saw something about it, an article. Yeah, um, yeah, GOP yeah, yeah. They're not stopping, baby. They're not stopping. They aren't. And you know what? They are so bold, too. And you know what I was thinking? They they are so bold now because even Bernie Carrick came out and said that what's the less, left's next move with Trump? 
maybe an, an assassination attempt. How about Andrew Cuomo? Did you see Andrew Cuomo came out and said the FBI is out of control and needs... I mean, you know, when I'm waiting for every Republican senator to go on record about this. Every Republican you, senator. And they should. And you know what? If Andrew Cuomo's any, beating them to it, shame on them. Yeah. And you know what? And any Democrat that claims that they're a moderate and everything that hasn't come out and condemned this, such as Tulsi Gabbard or... Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. Mark They're Kelly. Not- Mark Kelly here in Arizona. He's up for election. It'd be nice to hear him be a profile in courage. Oh, he would do it only just to get reelected. That's it. But that that's the only reason I why. I haven't heard him and, say a word. This is a man Republicans yep. are lining up to support because he's a good Democrat. That's right. And he's he's showing his true colors that he's not. But you know what, Seth? This is what it comes down to. Um the, the Democrats, if they pull some stuff like I thought I was thinking a while back, it would be a perp walk. But if they were to even do something bad to Trump, they it would show that the, the deep state truly has this country that they because they have really well prepared and thought this out, that they want that inflection moment where people. Uh, That's what I'm worried thing. about. I'm worried that they are. Thank you, by the way, Keith, for everything and for calling in. I, I'm worried very much about that, because, as I say, There's three lanes here to look at this, as far as I can tell. I'm open to you guys calling me and telling me if I'm missing one. One is the calculation is it'll diminish Trump and his support. The other part of that calculation is it'll create sympathy for him and bolster. I've got a lot to say about this, and we'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.